Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Whoa. The devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. I left alone, my mind was blank. Was black, was no 
Yeah, there you go. Episode 666 of Talking Metal. Wow, we've been doing this a long time. Wow, I've been doing this a long time, and here I am on my own, sitting here, really bummed out because this was for years and years, maybe even a decade, I've been dreaming of this day, thinking that the episode, that the 666th episode of Talking Metal would be something amazing. And it's not, guys. It's a fucking shit fest here, man. Fucking pissed, man. You know, 500 was a cool episode because I was like, we got five different guests, some really big name people. And it was a big celebration with, with John, myself and Bud Friendly. Yeah. But, uh, 666, I wanted this to be something cool. I wanted to have like Bruce Dickinson on emailed Iron Maiden's management and publicist, no response. Wanted to get Papa from ghost on, you know, uh, really great artist and has been in the press a lot lately and kind of has that evil vibe going on. It would have been a big, big guest for us here. And I'll tell you that after weeks and weeks of going back and forth with their publicists, their management, it was very, very close. We almost got Papa, guys, but nope, no go in the end. I'm told maybe we'll get an in-person when they come around through the states. Uh, however, I'm not holding my breath. You know, we've been blown off by by Ghost twice now, saying we might be able to get an interview with them. We will get an interview with them, and then nothing. So, I was kind of holding out hope for that. That was that was looking good for a few days. But yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. You got an Iron Maiden song, one that actually is in the set list. Man, the new Iron Maiden set list is out there coming through the States in June and July. I got to tell you, I, I, I'm not totally disappointed by the set list, but to me, six songs off, off the, the book of souls record is, is a little much. How about three? You know, I, I would take three. I would be cool with that. I think m- most people that'll be in the arena night would prefer to hear zero songs off of uh, that record that when I see them in Newark, And you can always gauge that by the crowd response. You know, they're going to play Children of the Damned and Number of the Beast and Wasted Years and people will go nuts. But then they're going to, you know, play two songs in a row off of Book of Souls and it's going to be rather quiet. And I know a lot of you guys, you're hardcore fans, you, you like hearing the new stuff and you're interested in new music and that is awesome. But I'm just telling you, six songs off the Book of Souls uh, album in the set list is, is too much, especially when you're missing so many great classics. The last time back in 2016 when they toured, they uh, actually had Hallowed Be Thy Name in the set. That has been dropped to add another new song, at least in the first few shows in Germany. That's what happened. Maybe maybe the set list will change up when they get to the States and North America, although that would be very unlike Iron Maiden, who generally play the same set list over and over and over again for months on end. Um, don't get me wrong. I sound like I'm bitching and whining here. I am very excited to see them. I've been pulling my hair out. I'm about to head down to M3. It was a crazy week here. My wife was sick. My son was sick. He seems to be almost better. Uh, so uh, earlier the week, I was wondering if M3 was even going to happen. I, I, and I'm scrambling around trying to research the bands. And we have a bunch of shit 
in theory, supposedly lined up. So hopefully that'll happen. And also been scrambling with this episode, trying to get, you know, King Diamond or somebody who personifies evil on the episode. And it's a letdown. No one, no one is here but me. And one Talking Metal caller. We're going to listen to a call right now. And I want you guys to call us, though. The number is, my uh, my jersey number is 973-757-1917. Call me. I want to do another episode where we play a bunch of these calls back to back. But in the meantime, here's one call that I received. Uh, again, please call me at 973-757-1917. Here we go. Hey, Mark, this is Gene with, uh, from Minnesota calling again. Hey, um, man. A few notes that I had regarding my last call. Yeah, we brought Dave Ruffett. He is currently living in China. He found his wife there. They are now married, of course. That's why I said wife. Fiona is her name. They have a child together named Dio, and he looks happy and healthy as cool. does uh, the whole family. Um, so kudos to, to Dave there. Um, you, the most recent episode, you were playing some Royal Thunder, or no, I'm sorry, you're talking about Royal Thunder. Um, I just want to give another thumbs up to yeah, have people check those guys out. Crooked Doors was the, their last album. They're currently about to release a new album, and I'm looking forward to checking that out. That was one. Time Machine was a huge, uh, for me, that song, and I just kept that hearing that song over and over on my MP3 player, and I finally just went and bought the damn thing on vinyl, and I love it. Um, that's a definitely a, a, there's a little bit of a burner um, other than Time Machine, but a great album. Um, speaking of that, I was going to ask you if you ever got around to checking out the Winery Dogs second album. Um, yes, again, I did. That, for me, that was another one I had to kind of sit with it and get accustomed to it. And now I love it. I picked that one up on vinyl, and I'm really glad that I did. Um, Janice, or Janius, that band you played on the most recent episode, uh, they, they remind me of a band called Vast. Are you familiar with Vast? No. Um, nope, not, don't know. I would, Check out um, Visual Audio Sensory Theater. Okay. It's the first album, V-A-S-T. Um, the song is called I'm Dying. Okay, cool. I'm looking for that in iTunes right now. Um, yeah, there it is. Cool. We're, we're going to play that. Great suggestion. And, oh, I did have one other question. Uh, was that, uh, were you the one playing ZO2 out of New York? back a long time ago and if if so do you have any idea if those guys are still active wow and uh, oh one final know. thing before i sign yes, off here we did play them uh, joey i wanted to to, to kind of give a he was on the, the most recent episode i had the same issue with black star writers that he has it just doesn't click for me i love um thin lizzie and i really want to support those black star writer guys but it's for some reason, it just doesn't click for me, and I'm not sure what it is. So I'm right there with you, Joey. Uh, Mark, keep up the good work, uh, and send Emily all her best. Take care. Gene from Minnesota, great call. Um, always a pleasure to hear from you. Please call again, and we're going to check out the, the band and song you suggested there in one minute. Uh, first, I'm going to crack open a beer. This is uh, called Red-Headed Step Brewed Beer, and it's out of Jersey City, New Jersey, brewed and canned in Jersey City, 
New Jersey by Departed Souls Brewing Company. That's got to be like out of somebody's apartment or something because <laughs> I've never freaking heard of it. Uh, bought it, trying to buy some of the local beers, but it's like another one of these beers where the label, it feels like it's like glued on or something. Let's uh, let's te- check it out. This is a, a true uh, home brew thing. Kind of a reddish tilt to it. And mm, unique, good. Yeah, it says chocolate, caramel, and red ale. And you can taste that in there. It sounds disgusting, but it actually uh, tastes pretty good. But back to Gene's call. Uh, yeah, ZO2, Gene, they, they had a TV show, short-lived TV show, uh, kind of like I did on, on Fuse. Uh, I had the Talking Metal on Fuse TV show, Precursor. Came before that metal show. I've some of the episodes I've gone into the history of uh, of that uh, and how the two kind of relate to one another. I was fortunate enough to work on season fifteen, uh, no, season fourteen, the final season of that metal show. Actually, enjoyed it more than I actually did doing my my own show on on Fuse, to be honest. But um, yeah, ZO two they they weren't. Were they on Fuse? I feel like they were on Fuse, too. I feel like they, they had their own TV show called Z-Rock. No, no, it was on IFC. I'm sorry. Yeah, Z-Rock was on IFC. And uh, they were definitely on our show. I know they were tight with uh, Paul Stanley and the Kiss guys. Um, and I have no clue what happened to them. And I would would uh, the only way I would be able to find out right now is doing a Google search but I'm not going to do that right at this minute. So, um, yeah, and Dave Ruffett, Ruffett, uh, great guitar player. I'm glad he's doing well and living over in China. That's that's uh, it's great. Dio, named his kid Dio. That's crazy. I was planning on naming my next dog Dio. I have uh, right on my side right here, Ozzy, who was actually on the Talking Metal on Fuse show with me once, and he is almost 10 Hoping I get another couple good years out of him. He is a golden retriever. Um, you know, we've had golden retrievers in my family live anywhere from, you know, five years to 14 years. So I'm hoping this guy is with me for another few years. He's a great dog. I was thinking of naming my next dog Dio. Then the Dio, then the dog after that would be Gillen. Uh, I'd probably stop there. I don't think I'm going to, well, maybe Glenn Hughes would be next. You know, he, he took over for Gillen and Black Sabbath. And then, uh, would I go Tony Martin? I don't think so, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Great call, Gene. And again, thanks f- for, for all the listeners who have called to the show, uh, over the past few months. Uh, let me give the number again. It's 973 is where we're at here. Episode 666. Fucking boring disappointment of an episode. So sorry, guys. I wanted this to be like a massive thing when... Papa seemed like he wasn't going to happen for the episode. I was like, oh, well, maybe we'll interview six different people and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but fuck it. No, no, man. I, I got M3 coming up. I, I don't, you know, it's going to be like Warren and Danger, Danger and 
you know, rat interviews coming at you momentarily on the podcast, you know, in the next few episodes. And I, I don't, I don't want to have danger, danger on episode 666, you know, and that would mean delaying everything, trying to book more interviews. Anyways, I, I'm just making excuses. This episode fucking sucks. 666. What a disappointment. Oh God. Anyways, Gene, let's get into the band you uh, suggested. What were they called again? Let me, I downloaded the track already. Uh, oh yeah, it is. Um, I'm dying by visual audio sensory theater as suggested by Gene from, uh, I believe Minnesota, right? Gene, here we go.
little visual audio sensory theater. Guys, we have uh, the comment section opened on uh, TalkingMetal.com. Please go leave comments. We are posting news stories just about every day. And there's a lot of activity on TalkingMetal.com. Please bookmark it. Make it one of your favorites. Visit there every day for updates. Correspond with me. Let me know what you think of the, the little news blurbs we're putting up. Uh, I'm looking for writers. If there's any writers out there interested in contributing to Talking Metal, this is a paid gig. It doesn't pay very much. As a matter of fact, barely anything at all, but it does pay. Uh, it needs to be a labor of love for you. But, you know, if, uh, if your writing style is something I dig, maybe we can bring you on board. I'm looking for short, short articles, uh, you know, less than four paragraphs, uh, preferably two paragraphs, short shit. Um, but opinionated and, and loaded with attitude type of, uh, type of vibe. You can read some of the articles that are up there by guys like myself and, and Victor Ruiz of the Mars Attacks uh, radio podcast uh, contributes heavily to the site. Joe Becht has been doing some great stuff for us too. So some, some really great stuff coming up. And Joe has, uh, is going to be doing uh, another guest co-host uh, spot here on Talking Metal. And he's got a great interview we're going to talk about on this uh, upcoming episode, the state of the music business and how music became free. And it's going to be a great episode, I think. So stay tuned for that. Also wanted to quickly mention, I will be at the Rock and Pod Expo on August 26th in Nashville, Tennessee. Come join me. I want you guys there. Go make a pledge. And let them know you are coming to the Rock and Pod Expo to hang out with Talking Metal. Uh, when you make the pledge, just note that in your little note section. If you pledge $20, you'll get a Talking Metal t-shirt. If you pledge $40, you will get Ace Frehley's No Regrets book autographed by the co-author, John Astronomy Ostrowski. And you'll also get an 8x10 signed glossy by Ace Frehley himself. There's two of those available, by the way. And uh, if you pledge $75, you get to co-host and co-produce an episode of Talking Metal with me. There's three of those available. One is gone. There's two left. So, um, you know, and, and if you do that, any of these, send me an email, too, if you don't mind it. Mark at Talking Metal, just to give me a heads up. And, you know, if we're, you're going to co-host an episode and produce one with me, we can uh, talk ahead of time and figure out what we're going to do. All the info you need is in the show notes, and we link to the uh, to the expo in the show notes too. So check that out on talkingmetal.com. But <clears throat> but let me know you're coming to this, guys. I want to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at Talking Metal, or send me an email, mark at TalkingMetal.com, or hit me up on Facebook. Let me know you're going to come out to Nashville and hang with me at the Rock and Pod Expo, August 26th. All your favorite podcasts will be there along with me. Rock and Roll Geek Show, Joey from uh, Rock Strikes 10 will be there. Yeah, uh, M- Michael Butler, of course, from the Rock, Rock and Roll Geek Show. A lot of great musicians producers. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. We will party. We will record an episode. So let's hang. 
August 26th in Nashville and the, um, the GoFundMe page to make those pledges to get your Talking Metal merch or uh, guest spot on the podcast is GoFundMe.com slash Expo. That's R-O-C-K-N-P-O-D-E-X-P-O. www.GoFundMe.com slash Expo. Cool. Um, use the Amazon links on our site, talkingmetal.com. That helps support what we do here. And also leave me a PayPal donation. That also helps support what we do here. And the PayPal tab is right on the site, talkingmetal.com, as are the Amazon links. Oh, what a disaster. 666. The episode that was supposed to be so epic is a fucking fizzly little turd uh <clears throat> revolver just put out there uh this came in the mail there are 25 hottest chicks uh in hard rock they do this every year they used to call the 25 hottest chicks in in metal it's now the 25 hottest chicks in hard rock and there's some gorgeous ladies in the uh most recent edition uh issue it's on newsstands now for seven bucks. You can check out these gorgeous women and read about them. And I will say, and I know this is politically incorrect in today's climate, but a lot of them, again, again, a lot of these girls are freaking smoking hot, but a lot of them aren't very hot, and which is cool. You know, you don't have to be a hot chick, and maybe somebody else thinks you're hot. So I guess it's all, it's all from your point of view. But it's like. If a girl isn't hot, let's not put her in the hottest chicks in hard rock issue. You know, just make the girls fucking hot. Remember, like, Stuff Magazine and the magazines back in the 90s? Like, uh, just let's let's keep shit. Let's keep shit hot. And if you're going to call somebody hot, to me, hot means, like, they're, they're a sexual turn-on. But it, it's just, like you got to be fair to everyone even you know even then so even these non-hot chicks who i'm sure make great music end up in the hottest chicks in metal so what is the hottest chicks in metal is it their musical talent is 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 hot or is it they're like fucking a piece of ass and they look fucking great and it's it's such a slippery slope nowadays you you, you say anything like this and and suddenly you're politically incorrect and uh listen most of you know I'm not any right wing crazy maniac myself. I'm most of my friends probably would consider me liberal. However, some of my way liberal friends think that I'm you know more moderate to conservative. So I, I you know uh, I'm not going to get into it, but I do think that the liberal people on the far left you're losing people because of your politically. Cr- uh, correctness. It, it's it's okay to call somebody fat. It's okay to call a chick hot. You know, it's it's okay to um, call an African American man black. Some some of my best friends are black. You know, it's like it's like everyone gets so wound up over nothing anymore and it's like there's there's more important things out there and and when when you get the political correctness going on, you start losing people, you start losing people and and look what happens. You get the guy in the white house who's currently in the white house. That's uh, that's my opinion. 
Sorry. All right. Enough of this shit episode. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of the episode. Play fucking music that's good. And old school and shit that I love and I grew up on. Listen, it's 666. Why not welcome yourself to hell with Venom right now? This is Welcome to Hell. Venom here on Talking Metal. This is turning into a music-based episode from this point out, guys. High in High School by Madame X. I used to have this video on tape. I think one or two, I think the drummer of this band ended up in Vixen, who I'm about to go see at M3. Who knows if she's even still in the band? I need to research that before I leave. But uh, yeah, High in High School Madame X, this is old school. Sebastian Bach, I think, was once in this band too. Not He's not on this song, but yeah, here we go. Madam X. 
I had the music video for that, and I remember the chicks were hot. I kept rewinding it and watching it over and over again. Good shit. Madam X, high in high school. Let's hit some classic rock right now. Cold Sweat by Thin Lizzy. Mighty Thin Lizzy here on Talking Metal. We had Gene earlier saying he just can't get into Black Star Riders. And, you know, there is the Thin Lizzy connection, but it's it's not really a big connection at this point, in my opinion. But I, I, I didn't quite like that last Black Star Riders record as much as I liked the first two. Uh, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Gene, you know. But you, you just you can't deny Thin Lizzy. You know that. I'm sure you love them. And... Maybe you love this band too. Riot from the New York, New Jersey area going way back. This is Swords and Tequila.
Swords and Tequila, a song Dan Lorenzo and I covered in our screaming metal cover band, along with John Astronomy Ostrowski on guitar with us. Yeah, great, great tune. Swords and Tequila by Riot. This is some Crocus with Eat the Rich.
a little crocus classic crocus here on talking metal saw those guys open for sammy hagar on the uh, voa voice of america tour uh, before sammy was in van halen great great night my dad freaked out because the concert went until 12 and he'd been waiting in the parking lot for me since about 10 30 uh, so it was, it was a great show while i was there but the car ride home wasn't too fun but yeah crocus and sammy hagar at the chicago pavilion is where i saw those guys cool oh and sammy was great man i i liked him better before he was in van halen quite frankly Paul DeAnno, a guy I've reached out to a few times in radio silence, and he's usually responds and, and is a, a really nice guy every time I've sat down with him and spoken with him. Paul DeAnno, this is going back, you know, he quit Maiden, he kind of disappeared for a few years. He put out like kind of a poppy record, which was a big letdown for me as a kid. Then he came back and he started rocking a bit harder with the the Battle Zone band or project or whatever you want to call it. And this is this is Paul Diano and Battle Zone with Welcome to the Battle Zone.
Giuliano here on Talking Metal Battle Zone. All right, so in 1985, you know, I was listening to ACDC. I was a big, big fan of the Fly on the Wall record, a very underrated record by ACDC. But I was also listening to, like, Agent Steel. I had both of these records, bought them both, like, right when they came out in 1985. And yet at my high school, people would be like, oh, you have no, no diversity in what you listen to. You only listen to heavy metal music. But, okay, listen to ACDC first, and then we'll come listen to it. Agent Steel right after that, and you can tell me if I had diversity in the music I was listening to in 1985. This is Sink the Pink by ACDC, followed by Agents of Steel with... Followed the song is Agents of Steel by Agent Steel, and that's also from 1985.
to wind things down. A couple more songs. This is Riding with the Angels by Samson from 1981, way, way back before a lot of you were born. This is with a guy named Bruce Bruce on vocals. See if you can figure out who he is. Riding with Angels by Samson from 1981, featuring Bruce Bruce on vocals. He later went on to join Iron Maiden and used the name Bruce Dickinson, which I guess is his real name. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. And uh, that brings us full circle back to the disappointment I uh, was complaining about earlier about the too many new songs in Iron Maiden's set list. I just think it's uh, it's unfair when you go on stage and play that many new songs 
and don't tell people ahead of time, you know, before they go and buy tickets. I will enjoy Maiden. I will love it, I'm sure. But man, I'd love to hear like Die With Your Boots On or Revelations or Murders in the Rue Morgue or Phantom of the Opera or Prowler or No Prayer for the Dying or something super rare. You know, do do something for me except just play the new songs. I know no one else wants to hear No Prayer for the Dying. I personally do. I even want to hear Bruce do like some of the Blaze era stuff, something, you know, but uh Chains of Misery, that was a good one. Well, do pull out some some something, some more like off the beating path classics. Six new songs is a lot. Anyways, enough of that. This is the final song of the night. It's Night of the Blade by the one and only Tokyo Blade. This has been a long music-based episode. I'm sorry 666 wasn't anything better than this, but at least you got some great music, right? Support me with a PayPal donation. Make a donation of $6.66 today by going to TalkingMetal.com and using our PayPal links, all right? I'd appreciate that. I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll be reporting from M3. I'm heading down there with my buddy Ian McCurdy, who's hooked up numerous Talking Metal episodes through the years. Uh, and uh, it's uh, Emily will be there with me. John will be there with me. And we'll be hopefully getting a, a shitload of uh, interviews down there and bringing those to you shortly here on Talking Metal. Tweet about us. Let your friends know about us. Please go to iTunes, write a review, a positive review about this podcast. Uh, hit me up on Facebook, share the links, let people know about this podcast. Thank you. And we'll see you in Nashville on August 26th. Come join me there. Let me know you're coming. This is Tokyo Blade.
around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.